Yeah, so what I'm going to do here is I'm going to take a break. I'm going to take a drink for a minute. I'm going to look at Dave. I'm going to look at Nick. Probably flip him off. And then we'll start. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to Texas Whiskey Crew, the podcast version. Oh, yeah. We're not talking about uh, episode numbers anymore because, you know, we're so far into this. <sighs> Might be episode number five. Not sure. But Might regardless, be. we're way into this. And... Uh, Tonight, we're going to be talking about a couple different things, but I wanted to make sure I introduce those who are important here. So I'm sitting here with uh, with Dave over here and hey. Nick over on my left side over here. And uh, why don't you all say hi and, uh, you know, the normal. How's it going? Good evening, guys. Good evening. That, that That's very welcoming. That was, if I was trying to be welcoming. So we've had quite an interesting evening. It was, evening, like, a so. it was, like, it was a warm hug. like a warm hug. Yeah. We'd like you all to feel I'm like you're getting a warm uncle. hug from all three of us. That creepy uncle that you don't like. <laughs> no, 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 no. A comfortable warm hug. Oh, okay. Is there such a thing? Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Okay. Absolutely. There's good warm hugs. So we just got done filming. Um, and we're going to jump into what we're going to talk about right away to keep y'all's interest. And then we'll, we'll go into some other BS, like what the hell we did over the weekend that really doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm kind of interested to see where this podcast goes because we've been on like 32 different tangents all night tonight. So it's happened before, uh, but it's never been this far to. Read. No, it's been it's been pretty. It's been a, pretty it's wild. Been a, I don't want to say shit show because that makes it sound like it's bad. It's been fun. No, we've talked about a lot of things. I, th- I think it's important to cover a lot of different topics. Some topics that I was censored on, but <laughs> hey, we won't t- we won't talk about those. No, we won't. Definitely won't talk <clears throat> about those. Yeah, I don't think anybody likes communists. It's not, it's not just me. I like how we say we're not going to talk about it and then we immediately talk about it. Well, and it's kind of funny because it is election night, so um, this will come out after the election, so whatever. But, um, yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm with you. Nobody likes communists. Uh, at least I don't, so. No, they don't like bourbon anyway. And if there were, like, if there was, like, a communist like bourbon, I mean, no, let's talk about this. <laughs> we got vodka, right? That You know, the communists drink that. But if there was a communist bourbon, I mean, we're, we're trying to keep, like, a, this socialist thing. Like, everybody gets the same thing. What kind of bourbon are we all stuck with? I mean, is it going to be, like, Basil Hayden for all of us, Nick? It'll be 100% bottle and bond. Oh, bottle and bond. Right down the middle, 100%. Yeah. Nobody 100%. gets anything different. Bottling them on yeah, all day. The government's going to have control of it. It'll be bottling and bond. Honestly, if they told me we could just have our barrel pick, I think I'd probably, I'd, I'd be okay with it, I For guess. Sure. Absolutely. Well, no, because that's the only one forever. around forever. Like, there's I know. There's not going to be another one like it, that it, exact it's, one. It's so. that good. I mean, I, I'd just drink it forever. Or until you run out, which is or until probably we run pretty out. soon. That's true. <clears throat> I feel like you're kind of raining on my parade here. I'm just trying to keep it real, man. Oh, anyway. Hey, I was going to tell you all about what we're going to talk about. Um... In the last video, we talked about rye. So the task at hand was to pick a rye uh, that we had on hand. Dave did not. Does not follow directions. Dave did. He just left it at home. Dave, he did. did. Okay. All right. All right. Dave, let's let's start there. Dave, what did you pick? So I picked, well, it was pick a rye that you actually had on hand. And funny enough, I only had one rye at the house. Actually, I had two. Sorry. I had Michter's, but we had talked about Michter's two weeks ago. And then I had the... uh, uh, smoke wagon, um, rye. So I was going to bring the smoke wagon, got caught up doing some stuff, um, and completely forgot to walk out of the house with it. So stuff that is more so important than bourbon. No, definitely not more important. Just consuming just things that, that took up my time. So sounds like you're saying work's more important than bourbon. <laughs> it is. Some days it is. Some days it's not. I but mean, it is. If you want to continue to today, buy there were just bourbon. too many things <laughs> happening, you know, 
I just got back from Nashville, so there's just been a whole lot of stuff going on. Mm. That was that not working part he was talking about right there. Yeah. Nashville, huh? So I picked Smoke Wagon. Steve. Good pick. For those who don't know, Smoke Wagon is kind of new to the ride game. They yeah. did, uh, I think, five bottles. Uh, I don't say barrels because it was blends, I believe, of ride. And they call it their exper- experimental series. It was A, B, C, D, E, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and then from that, they did their rye barrels. And they have a malted rye and they have a... I forgot. It's not just regular rye, but it's called something. Straight yeah, they rye, call it something. something. I did. Mine wasn't the malted rye. It was the. I think is it bond and bond. It's around hundred proof, right? I don't think they did. They didn't do a bonded rye. Okay. I, I think literally what had happened is they ran out of black ink and they only had green. So, the next logical thing to do was to create a rye. <laughs> Because they only had green ink. Correct. Yes, yeah. and and most of the time, green denotes rye. Do you That's so? Nick probably hasn't even seen our very first episode that we ever did, but um, you know, we actually talked about that. Do you remember when we did our first bottled in bond? And oh, I did. Yes, we, I, I we got. Talked I got about deep that, into the historical piece of that. We talked about why the green is typically the symbol for rye. Um, and well, almost let's revisit it. Why? Why? Well, I talked about this, so I, I've got to share this story real quick because it's amusing to me. So. I was talking to a good a good friend of mine. Actually, a gentleman lives in uh, Steamboat, Colorado. He knows who he is. Uh, we were we were stuck. The highway was closed when we were going snowmobiling, and this is when I lived in my Colorado days, not here in Texas. We're in third summer now. Um, <laughs> the highway was closed, so our only choice was to go back to Fort Collins, Colorado, and uh, brewery, breweries is where we decided to go. Sorry, I had to enunciate that because I don't drink a lot of beer anymore. It's mostly bourbon, so brewery is a hard thing for me to say. I understand. Too many distillery things. But hey, anyway, we're sitting there drinking too much beer, and I got to thinking. We were talking St. Patty's Day. He had a shamrock on his shirt, and I'm like, hey, I know what green tastes like. Didn't think too much, but green, to me, tastes like a shamrock shake at McDonald's, right? Okay. Right? Minty. You know, it's kind of like, it. so he, he still gives me a hard time. Oh, hey, I know what green tastes like. Well, to me, green denotes a shamrock shake at McDonald's. Okay. All right. Hey, that was my good story for the evening. That's it. I'm done. I can see it. Green goes like to mint. I see orange. I think like dreamsicle. So I, I get right. it. You know what green tastes like too? <clears throat> I agree. Yeah, I, I know what orange tastes like. So. What's or- what? what? What's dreamsicle. Orange? Oh, dreamsicle. To me, I think orange. I think dreamsicle. So we, we've really we should do this we should figure out what all colors. colors taste like we had nothing to do with why they use green for rye which um oh which was kind bad. of what that's the fuck we were talking bad. about but that's all right um not shamrock shakes no not shamrock shakes but that is actually something that not everybody's going to do they still make shamrock shakes? oh hell yeah they make shamrock shakes do they yeah all right well hey can you tell me what flavor shamrock is green yeah right <laughs> i know what green tastes like Mm-hmm. So I'm good with it, but it's definitely a little green is people. Green is people. Soylent green. So oh, oh, it's a whole thing. Okay, right, it's not. It's a whole thing. I don't yeah, know you gotta about. Go Google that. It's a. I'm gonna have to. thing from back in the day, and then soylent green is people, and yeah, okay, all right. You know, some the... of y'all might get that that are older than me. <laughs> apparently, I don't know. There was some today I learned though. So I, you know, while while surfing social media. Uh, on my free time during lunch, I we have a local group here uh, called New Braunfels Local, and yeah. someone asked about 
vegan options at our oh, shit. Uh, at our, at our, our local sausage mm. festival called Worst Fest, and that's going on right now. So I bring that up because, you know, my wife just got back from Worst Fest, and Worst Fest is a big damn deal for New Braunfels. Well, he, if you don't know what it is, it's a 10-day salute to sausage. So um, Worst, W-R-S-T, um, great, great thing. But I saw the post, too, but go, I'll let you finish. But for anybody that's not here local and wants to know what Worst Fest is, it's a 10-day salute to sausage. And lots of beer. And lots oh, of beer. Lots of beer. And they should have bourbon there. Hey, hey, officials, if you're listening to us and you have any kind of pull at Worst Fest, you should have a lot of beer and throw some bourbon out there for some of us. That, you I know, know a couple of Opas that should be listening to this podcast and they should call us. Yes. Yes. So that said, I was a little uh, I was a little put off by the fact that we ask if there's vegan options at a sausage festival, literally a celebration of meat. <clears throat> yeah. I, I mean, the funniest ha- part that people actually responded yes. with things because there are some not meat things you can eat, like, like corn. Yes, <laughs> there. But here's the thing: they don't. If a true, I mean, I don't, I don't. I'm not vegan, so I don't know. But I've heard true vegans don't even like their stuff cooked on the same spot as the meat. The more the meat, which cooked. is the whole big thing, like the Impossible Burger from Waterburger. They're like, it's not really an Impossible Burger. You're cooking on the same grill with other meat. So it tastes good because it gets some of the fat that drains in from the burger. I mean, actually. you're not truly eating vegan if you're eating stuff that like fried in. Like if you're, whatever you're frying, chicken fried steak, and you pull it out and you throw some potato skins or whatever they're frying. Yeah, it has some it, sort of it animal. It has that animal. Yeah. Fry. So even if now, they do have it. so It was comical because the first thing, like you everybody see the gif of somebody grabbing like either a folding chair and walking down to sit down and grab the folding chair or somebody's eating a thing of popcorn like they just want to go in and see the comments and see what's going on and i was definitely prepared for that but um i'll give our our new Braunfels community some credit there were some people that actually tried to answer the question but um yeah don't go to worst fest and try and fucking eat vegan because it's not <laughs> it's sausage and beer yeah. and i'm guessing you know you could have there's the potato pancakes, great, they're good. Um, they're f- fried in probably something that's not vegan. Mm-hmm. That would be my well, guess. And you know what? There's really nothing wrong with someone being vegan, except that you probably shouldn't go to a celebration of meat. I mean, it's just it's simple, right? Don't yeah. go to the meat party. I'm just saying. <laughs> don't go to the meat if you party. if you don't like meat, don't go there. If you don't like beer, don't go to a beer festival. A, we're having right? a local meetup soon, and it's called the meat party. <laughs> <laughs> the meat party. Pay attention to your local social media. The meat party will be happening soon. Okay, enough about that rant. Um, now that's different than a regular sausage fest, right? No, we don't talk about that sausage party. But hey, worst fest is is. You know, it is the the festival outside of Germany, right? I mean, this is the one, like the big one, one of the one of the largest ones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it, I mean, for the locals, it's it's a great experience. There's really good food, good beer, um, but that's and good music. I mean, interesting. You know, there's some some pretty crazy polka music, and there's some other bands that play. Yeah, you got those guys. Yeah, I was told that you get five sausages on a stick tonight, so I, I haven't have seen a this sausage sampler. Oh damn! Yep, it has a regular. It has a jalapeno cheddar. It has. I'm trying to remember the other ones. I know the bottom cinnamon? one is my favorite. It's like a cinnamon sausage, and it's sweet, and it's it's phenomenal. And I literally get it because it's the only way you can get that one is by buying the sampler. Yep. Well, and they do what pork chop on a stick. Yep. 
Um, sausage on a stick, mm-hmm. obviously. I think they do turkey legs. Turkey legs um, are big, yeah. I mean, is there really anything that you put on a stick that's not good? Pork chop on a stick, we said, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I said that one. Yeah. That, that, um, that one's really good. Too. I mean, you, you probably put celery on a stick. I might eat that. You probably. Deep fry it, yeah. Deep yeah. fry it. Deep fried Oreos. They do funnel cakes. They do. And pitchers of beer. Yeah. And that. Um, so literally, this is population control is what you're telling me. It definitely is something. But, um, I mean, I've been going. I don't know. I think the first Worst Fest was in New Braunfels in 82, and I'm pretty sure I went to it. Um, and so we've just been going for, for years and years. And uh, So I'd like to know this. I got two I got two Texas natives here sitting in front of me that were born here. Um, you said 82 for Worst Fest. Nick, where, where's your standpoint? What's your first experience with Worst Fest? You've been here a long My time, too. took me to public places. Oh, they hid you. Yeah. <laughs> um, the, they really weren't into that. I mean, we went out one night a week, and that was with a family thing after church at Gurkies here in town. You might remember Gurkies, you might not. It was a long I time don't. ago. It's back roads. It was between here and Marion. Okay. Um, it was a country tavern. A burger was two thirty five, and it was like a half a pound. Um, and even when I was older, we went there, and the burgers were still like three dollars and twenty five cents for that big old burger. Wow. Um, food wasn't great, but it was just home cooking kind of style. Um, and they actually have a spot in Marion, the daughters, the Gerkes girls, which is Gigi's. Okay. And Marion was the Gerkes daughters, those girls that ran it. Though. So nice. it's they're still all, kind of around, but. They're all like senior citizens and walkers I mean, now. They're older. Or what? They're older. They're definitely when, older. They're, when I was young, they were in like their 40s and 50s. Oh, the damn. The dad who ran the store was in his like 70s, 80s. I'm there now, so, so I feel that. <laughs> well, and I may be off on 82, but it was around then. Um, one of my child, closest childhood friends. His I'm about to find out. Oma and Opa were were Omas and Opas in as part of Worst Fest and um so it was just something that I did with, with their family and, and some crazy awesome memories. But um Yeah, I wanna say, I mean I don't know that, that was the very first, but um it can't be too far off from what anniversary is it? Steve's looking it up right now. I am. Still only because I wanna know because I wanna prove you wrong. So I get probably six, age six or seven, we would have gone, but I was um, born in eighty one, so I wouldn't have remembered eighty two. <laughs> <laughs> Not saying I'm the. Turns out the first worst fest was in nineteen sixty one. Nineteen sixty one, okay. So that I'm was way almost off. like eighty two, but different. Yeah, I knew I should have known better because it's written on the side of the cups, but so it's um, been going for uh, fifty six years. Fifty six years. That's crazy. That's right. They had their 50th anniversary not too long. Uh, I should have known that. I think it's but. only missed that I remember one year, and that was for COVID, right? No, it started fire, too. That was, well, I think oh, maybe it was, that was, that was postseason, though. Yeah. I mean, that was afterwards. It was right after. Because yeah. they were cleaning up, and it got started from a trash can because they threw away something hot, and it caught the trash can on fire. That's how the whole thing started. Man, it was probably like that uh, 1792, like, foolproof. Yeah, it's pretty hot. It is. So, pretty much, we've covered Sausage Fest. We've covered beer. <laughs> We've covered fires. We've been talking about Sausage Fest. Uh, <laughs> and in the good way, Sausage Fest, not... I mean, is there a bad <laughs> There is a bad way, yeah. When you go to the party and there's only dudes, it's a bad way. It's no, bad sausage. Be, if you're really I looking mean, to have... What are like, we doing right here, guys? What is this? Yeah, this like, is a podcast. Oh, okay, so it's different. <laughs> We're talking about Sausage Fest, but... Uh, it is. If you're looking to have like, the worst time of your life, that's the place to go. Because, you know, worst fest, right? 
The worst. Oh, the worst. Yeah. Yeah. See. There you go. See. See what saying, I did there. We're gonna have some people freaking yelling at us in a minute. No, I, don't I yell. Think I have seen that shirt where it says the worst party in Texas. It is. I literally told my wife. I texted her tonight and I said, "I hope you have the worst time tonight." It was W U R S T. I mean, it's nice because you can make it political signs. I've seen this is the worst. No, no, blah blah blah. We're not going political. They'll have the worst time. Have it's just fun. We like all people, even vegans. We, of course, we like all people. Do vegans drink bourbon? No. Yes, it's vegan. I'm sure they probably do, right? Yeah, it's corn. It's probably gluten free and everything. There are oh, some it's not gluten free. No, it's not gluten free. They're in weeders. No, they're yeah, screwed. It's definitely. weeders. Definitely yeah. not gluten free. But there yeah. are ver- gluten free. There's also alcohol free called Monday. Bourbon. No, no, no. no. Monday. Throw it's that shit away. That's called brown water. No, we don't do that. If you're, guess what y'all are getting for Christmas? <laughs> if right? you're listening to this and you drink alcohol free bourbon, mm, we like you still, but yeah. it's all right. Bless your heart. Yeah, we're not going to hang out with you. But yeah. <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> if you're vegan and you're listening to us, please comment and uh, let us know. We'd, we'd like to know really what you think of us because, you know. We're, we're that's, all... a, that's a tough ask, man. Sometimes you really don't want to know what people think of you. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. I'm always interested in what vegans think because, you know, they're, they're, a, diff- they're a different crew. They don't like steak. Yeah, I have a hard I time with that. I don't think it's just steak. I just don't think they like meat at all. Well, yeah, but they don't it, have I anything mean, against steak in particular. But it's so. It, I mean, and I, shit, I don't. I'm not even going to pretend to know all the differences because I mean, vegetarian that one's easy, but yeah. vegan. I mean, that's animal by animal product. Yeah, it's everything. That's dairy, eggs, cheese, dairy, cheese, everything. Right. I don't even think you can wear like Nikes and shit because maybe they they use an animal in the making of that shoe. Oh, that's true. Anything about maybe. Like that? Yeah. yeah. So you got to wear like. I mean, what if you have hemp you have a sandals? Car? Man, the vegan would be screwed if they were like in the Indian times, though, right? Well, no, I mean, even nowadays. How does I mean, that even work? You have a car. You're like, I'm going to eat all your corn. I'm not going to eat that buffalo over there. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, um. Um, you're right. Oh, man. Now, we've got to cue the fucking It's Corn video, or, um, got to have that play here in a second, but, um,. Yeah. You just made a speechless, <laughs> Steve. <laughs> um, so we were going to talk about rye. Um, and we're going to regain our composure here real quick. And, um, so in hour six tonight of the podcast, we're going to talk about rye. <laughs> maybe. We might get into it. But, Cut it out. Um, we might put some elevator music in there. Yeah. We could probably do that. But it's entertaining, so... Um, Unless you're vegan. Not entertaining then. You know what I find really funny about our podcast recently? Is there always seems to be like one thing. Like one thing that we not pick on, but probably in kind of in pure hearted fun jest. Discuss. Um, Tonight, obviously, it's vegans and and what they do. Um, uh, Steve's had a little rant on French. No, um, I love French the French people. Things. No, 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 um, no. He just, just doesn't. He just doesn't like that. There's no French drivers. I like yeah. croissants. <laughs> we fix that. Yeah. Oh I, well. I, I like the Eiffel Tower. I like all kinds of things in France. I was so I said I just got back from Tennessee. We're, it's not like France. That's different. No, but croissants and I had a cronut, um, which is a croissant donut, and I've got to say that damn, um, damn, that was one of the finest things I've. <laughs> I've ever eaten. I was pretty happy with that. So um, the one that I enjoyed the most actually had some maple and some bacon on top of it. And yeah, cronuts. I didn't even know they were a thing. 
but they were 90% sure a vegan person would hate that. Flipping fan. They definitely, but it was fantastic. So. Why are you just staring at me, dude? No, I'm just thinking, man. I'm thinking you talked. We, we thinking just got talking about vegans, and you talked about a bacon covered donut. Cronut. Well, because I'm not a vegan. Oh, you just look like one. Well, I don't even think I look like one, but whatever. Um, like the green giant with red hair. A little bit, yeah. All right. Just because he has a green shirt on. Or? Yes. Okay. That's it. It's the I only mean, reason. I'm a giant man, I guess. But no, no, no. Not a giant. I didn't think so, but you know, hey, whatever. Um. Um. Yeah, you broke my brain tonight. I dude. didn't break anybody's brain. We're talking about rise. All right, we'll go back. We to haven't rise. talked we about have rise at all tonight. It's been all like right. a oh. forty-five minute well, rant about. Well, you know. No, we no, no. We again. all right. All right. <laughs> Disclosure: We don't. We don't hate vegans. We like the French people. We like cronuts, and we like Tennessee. Um, we don't like communism. Um, we like bourbon. Sure. And anyway, if you, if you are vegan, we would like your comments because I'd be curious if there were things about bourbon that you couldn't have or, or stuff like that. So. I would like to know if you've ever tried a steak because, you know, maybe you're just missing out. I'm just saying. We're working on conversion? No, I don't want to convert. I just want to know if they've tried it. All right. I like all things. I like vegetables and I like meat. Sure. All right. We're talking about bourbon, right? Yeah. The rye. We had some Sagamore. We did have Sagamore. We talked a little bit about Smoke Wagon. We'll save the uh, Samurai for later, uh, we for didn't a little even, bit later tonight. We didn't put the Smoke Wagon up there. Did we talk about that in the we video? Did we didn't. No, we're just, we that one's here on the podcast. podcast only. Oh, okay. So beyond that, um, Sagamore. We jumped in that. We talked about tasting notes on that. Uh, what, a, what a cool company. Baltimore, Maryland. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Plank, the founder, former CEO of Under Armour. This guy, pretty much self-made. Uh, he was in college, started a business selling roses on Valentine's Day, of all things. Um, and that continued, like so literally grew semester after semester. So the first one, you know, he started out selling, uh, a, you know, a dozen here and there. And then got a few partners and started selling more. And then that progressed until <laughs> he was actually running a business. And then after a couple of years, he actually had a credit card processing machine in their dorm. Wow. Um, the man has, he, he's a very driven person. Uh, you know, when he's got, when he said, essentially when he set his mind to doing something, he succeeded, and he decided after being successful in the, the floral business in college selling roses that he wanted to make a T-shirt that was suitable for football players, that was a thinner material, that was acceptable to sweat in, that was easier to wear than just regular cotton tees. So he set it on his own accord and tried to make this, and through this process found out that, hey, what I'm doing is, is suitable for lacrosse players, for soccer players, things like that. And it just inherently built. But this man is pretty well self-made. Long story short, he goes through all that. Started as a flower salesman, creating one of the largest athletic brand clothing companies in the globe, on, yeah. in the globe right now, um, to buying Sagamore Farms and taking over the distillery as well. Uh, 
but what a what a cool backstory and what an interesting product. These guys blend two different rye mash bills. They use an eighty percent of a ninety five five rye high mash with a uh, like a forty nine or a fifty one percent rye um, corn mixed with barley mash bill, and they blend it. And these blends create a very smooth, smooth product. But I'll, I'll let these guys jump into it and kind of where the where the taste was and that. But very impressed with that company and kind of everything that their founder created and where he came from. Well, and I appreciate the backstory behind that because it was something I didn't know um, going into it. But I love to hear about, you know, I mean, everybody likes the the story of a self-made person. But um, it really is an interesting story and, and interesting progression of how to go from you know, somebody in the floral business or, or whatever it may be. And then, you know, going into an athletic wear company that um, is truly unique. I mean, this this is a bourbon podcast, not anything else. But, um, you know, Under Armour was, was a very unique and still is a very unique product. They, um, in the athletic world, in the outdoor world, in the um, uh, first responder world, you know, they make lining lines of clothing, fishing, whatever it is. Um, but they make lines of, uh, or articles of clothing for all of those different lines and they all have very unique properties. And, um, to see that kind of transition into, you know, that, that mentality into, uh, into a bourbon distillery or a rye distillery is, um, explains a lot as to why you get a, a pretty unique, um, well-flavored product there. It's probably one of the first rides I really got into. Um, like I said, I just like the ball. The ball is cool. I like the shape. Uh, it just, I got lucky and the juice inside was really good. Yeah. Um, and I only had the regular. And then I, I know these guys, uh, Bourbon Junkies, and they did a Sagamore store pick, which is my first one I ever had. Um, and it was amazing. You know, it was really good. Um, and then I started finally, it didn't really pop up here in Texas that often. Uh, Skips is the only place I could find it, except for, you know, my friends that had did the barrel pick. Um, so once I got that, I was super excited. Then it started popping up more and more, and you have the, they have like a distiller select. They have uh, all kinds of different finishes, um, tequila finish, rum finish. Um, then they came out with a toasted. Um, then they have cast strength now, and I mean that's something you never find before. It was literally just Sagamore store pick was how it started for me. So. Um, I've gotten into it to where I have probably 12 or 13 bottles of Sagamore and every single one is different. Yeah. Um, so it's really good. Well, and I don't know, you guys, you know, we're talking about specific companies that are making rye, but, um, and I don't know, either one of y'all can chime in here first, but what is it about a rye that you enjoy? I mean, in, I'll, I'll add my two cents on there after here in a minute, but, you know, what is it that kind of separates that? for you from a, a bourbon or a light whiskey or a regular whiskey and um you know are there certain things that you prefer to have uh, that are made with rice you know honestly it's for me it's uh i like the i like the sweet uh start of a rye and i like the really peppery finish of them i i think that for me i i get almost a the initial taste is almost sweeter in a rye than it is for me and in, in something that's really high corn. Um, the mid palate on those are kind of where those shine, but I like rye for the that that sweet upfront flavor that finishes kind of 
almost kind of spicy, kind of peppery. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, it, gi- it gives it some character. And I think rice tend to have a little more character than some of the others. Yeah, and I, complexity is what I had, and, and character would obviously mean the same thing. But um, it is interesting because it, it does run the full gamut from sweet to peppery finish. Um, you know, obviously you're not going to have the the oakiness that you might get out of some other products, um, but that that pepper finish and um, I said we'd talk about the samurai in a minute, but the the whistle pig uh, boss hog, I mean, just the cinnamon up front in that one is is just truly interesting mm-hmm. something you're not going to get out of a out of a bourbon yeah i think it's i, I always lean towards whenever i think of rise i think christmas time i don't know why um i just feel like the flavor profile is there um it's a little bit warmer like when you drink them uh, i feel like it always drinks a little hotter drinking uh like a, a rye compared to like a bourbon um i don't i don't know what it is i just i it's a different aspect of it and i think that's why i like it so much um no bourbons always taste exactly like you're not going to get the same taste from a buffalo trace or a you know just anything it could be jack daniels a whiskey or it could be i mean anything they're not going to taste the same but they all lean towards the same way whether it's a wheat or you know not a wheat if it's more you know corn based or whatever and i think that's why i like it so much because it is something different um and they're not as big as bourbon, so they're a little bit harder to find. Um, I don't know. I just I like it. It's a nice little change of pace. And I think they're doing a really good job on just different companies bringing it out and trying different things like Smoke Wagon. You know, Smoke yeah. Wagon's going into the rise. When you said it while we were filming that it it's almost a, a seasonal thing, like as the season changes and as we get out of summer i know we're in false fall or third summer whatever you want to call it in texas but um as the underlying temperature and and seasonality changes it it does lend itself to make sense that that a rye kind of fits into that um and maybe it's the spice and things like that but it kind of fits into to the time of year and the season of um autumn and going into to winter and christmas time and things like that Mm. Anybody prefer a cocktail made with rye versus bourbon? I'll say I prefer my old fashions made with rye. I'd say the same. I don't. Uh, if I'm gonna drink an old fashioned, I like a I like a rye. You know, I think one that wasn't brought up. That we probably should have tossed up there was Bullet. Um, it's your find everywhere, every bar, every liquor store. It's easy to come by. And it's um, good. Yeah. You know, really. And the rye's damn good. For what it is, it's pretty It's pretty good. I'm pretty upset I didn't think about bringing a bottle of Basil Hayden's. Basil oh. Hayden Dark Rye, which is uh, finished in port casks, is probably one of the first bourbons that ever got me started. And I just got started making old fashions with that. Okay. There's something about that port wine finish on that old fashioned. It just, it's just damn good. It's a damn good bottle. Um, 80 proof, super expensive for what it is. It's not for everybody. It's definitely not. A lot of people hate on it, actually. Um, but that's what got me started, so I can't hate on it. So, mm-hmm. good old Basil Hayden's. What else? So, we got, we talked a little bit about Sagamore. We talked about. Ooh, a good one for new people to start out with. It's a little expensive. It used to be $99 going for out 110 right now. Angel's Envy. Yeah. Oh, maple syrup all day. The rye finished in rum casks. It mm. literally tastes like syrup on pancakes. It yep. is 
phenomenal. And if you're trying to get your wife or husband, uh, depending on which you know way you're swinging, um, <laughs> um, it's probably one of the I'm best the one ways that gets to get in trouble. You. <laughs> it's probably one of the best ways to get into whiskey. Um, it's very sweet, but it's still bourbon esque. Um, it's not like a flavored. So it's you're you're drinking real bourbon. It's not low proof. It's like I think eighty or ninety proof. Um, it's kind of low proof. But for it, it's not like a thirty percent like flavored yeah. drink. You know, like what I mean? Fireball. Um, Fireball um, smoked maple by um, Knob Creek. Yeah, um, that's not, thirty not, or thirty-five percent. Yeah, okay, Knob Creek's hard to say they suck, but um, that one is uh, the Knob Creek one we're talking about. It's a smoked maple. It's not a rye, but it, it's it's thirty. It's 35? 35 or 30. Yeah, it's really? Yeah, it's low. Um, well, don't say you're a bourbon drinker if you drink that. It's it's great if you want to get someone into it because that's literally, they have like sweet stuff. Um, but if you want someone to, you know, that's a good way to look into it too is to get them on. Well, the it's kind of funny because I think when people think of rye, most people in this community would automatically lean towards Angel's Envy. Yeah. And not one of us even brought it up. Not in the video. Yeah. We didn't bring a bottle. And it sucks uh, because it's it's so expensive for what it is. Yeah. Um, it's I mean the regular port wine finish Angels Envy is not that great, and it's like sixty dollars a bottle. But it comes um, in a cool wooden box with a gold thing on no, on the that neck. One. That's the expensive one. Those are the castrates. Oh my bad. Those are like two hundred dollars plus. Oh whoops. Yeah, those are the rare releases. Those are those are like once a year releases and stuff like that. And actually, I don't have this year's. Um, Last year they did an ice cider cask, and I thought I was gonna be really excited for that, knowing how they do like the rum finish with the rye and stuff like that. And it just wasn't my jam, unfortunately. It wasn't very sweet. It's more like um, like a malty apple. I don't know how to explain it. It's just okay. not very sweet. It's more like it's, peated? I, I get like a malted taste, not peated. I just I, I taste apple rinds okay. more than apple pieces, like inside apple core, you know. Well, we talked about it earlier. There's always weird things. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. there was one that, that tasted much like a barn to me. And, <laughs> um, you know, you just never know what's going to what's gonna hit you funny in the taste buds. True. Yeah. <laughs> you all right over there, Steve? I'm good. All right. Anything what? you want to add in about the, the rye business or the rye Another rye? What are, what are some other ones? We said Bullet because Bullet is definitely... Uh, Pretty much what you would get at most restaurants when you order an old-fashioned, yep. for sure. And I think everybody, anywhere you're listening, you could walk into your local liquor store, doesn't matter what it is, and you could find bullet bourbon, you could yep. find bullet rye easily. I mean, honestly, you know, do do your research out there, and MGP turns out a really solid rye mash bill. Well, both of them they do, but they're high rye. Is good. It's a ninety-five-five. It's five percent yeah. malted barley, uh, and there there are a lot of non-producing distillers out there utilizing that mash bill. Um, Sagamore is one of them, and now Sagamore's they've jumped onto their own distillate now, but that's how they cut their teeth. And you shouldn't steer away from MGP. I love it. I think it's amazing. You know, I don't care what the label is. If it's MGP and it's you know got some age to it, it's good. I mean, they're doing a really good job down there. Yeah. So, yeah, do your research. There's a lot of rise out there. Uh, I think uh, Templeton uh, is oh, is yeah. one that kind of sits under there that's uh, on the radar for most people. Peerless. Um, the no, Peerless, Peerless is, is really distilling good. their own. Peerless is really good. Right. They're not MGP, but Peerless is really doing a good job on their own. 
Um, but that's yeah, it's funny. We didn't. We did a whole episode on Peerless, mm-hmm. and I don't think we ever talked about the rye. We did because that's the rye that I have sitting up there. Yeah, did we rye. talk about it? Yep. Okay. Yeah, Peerless has got a good rye. Their Peerless is proud of their price tags, but they they really have a good product. Yeah, I, I find it kind of funny that you can buy picks uh, of stuff here in town. Um, not anymore. Uh, they sold out, but. You can buy the pick here more than for cheaper than you could buy the picks or picks from the actual distiller. Yeah, oh, wow. It's really weird. Like, I mean, not like a dollar or two. I'm talking about like ten, twenty dollar difference. Yeah, and it was more expensive at the distillery. Hmm. I remember I bought them. They were like one hundred and twenty four dollars a piece for the rye and the bourbon, and I think the skips picks were like seventy or eighty. Yeah, I want to say uh, it's been a while. I think I paid eighty, 80 or ninety for it. Yeah. Yeah. It might have been eighty or ninety, but. Uh, no, I mean they're the same. The only difference is when you buy the store picks, the labels are white with green or white with red, and the distillery they're the opposite colors. So the whole label's red instead of white with red. It's red, or instead of like white red with, with green, white lettering, it's just straight red or okay. green. Yeah. Um, but other than that, there's no difference as far as I know. Besides, they pick their, you know, their their single barrels themselves. Right. They name them stuff like that, and then Skip picks his. You know, that's the only difference. But I mean, maybe they save some of the age dated stuff for them like older stuff i don't know i can't say for sure but as far as i'm aware they're all you know around the same have you ever had a rye you don't like yes i have one at home i can see the label like right in my i can see it clear as day i don't know the name of it but it's literally just pickle juice Hmm. like and there are some like um i tried a smoke wagon uh experimental batch and it was pickles for days and it was really good but the one I have at home is just not good. You gave me an old Carter uh, rye yeah. recently when I was over there. It was a new release That's on right. that on their part. I, I thought it was great. You weren't a, you weren't a huge fan it's of that. It's not my favorite. Everything from them has been hitters. Um, I hear one year they put Dickel or they had a Dickel release and people don't like that one as much because people some people just don't like Dickel. Um, it's still a good, still a good bottle. Yeah, it's still a very good bottle. Um, it's an old Carter. You can't go wrong. If I see an old Carter on sale tomorrow, you'll buy it under three hundred dollars. I'll buy it. Of course, old cars are around two hundred anyways. So, any rise that you don't like, Steve? Nah, nothing I can think of. You know, don't worry. I'll bring that bottle over. You can change your mind tomorrow. <laughs> you know, no. Nick Nick tends to bring a few flavors to my perspective that I didn't have, like like the dill, which I knew it was there, but I I tend to find it stronger in a lot that you've shown me. Um, and I don't mind that yeah. per se. Uh, it's not the cat pee thing was yeah, that, 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 that was rough. I mean, yeah. he, he brought I up, uh, it, but you know what? It went away. I think it was something with the bottle. Okay. First I'm, I'm not going to talk about who that was, but he, no, cause it was a great bottle. Yeah. Yeah. The nose on it. He's like, Oh, I smell cat urine. I'm like, Oh man, I really <laughs> well, know what that smells like. Oh, I had a pour of that same bottle a couple weeks later when we were at, at Nick's house and. I didn't catch it at all. No, like it was it funny was how it really it had faded, and you know sometimes you can kind of sabotage yourself by Perfect. saying something to somebody Perfect. else, and then it's like, okay, well that's, that's all the brain is thinking. Like when we say, okay, you know, I catch Cinnabon or whatever in that yeah. one. It's like, oh, if I really close my eyes and you know I can I can catch that kind of buttery cinnamon and and um, but yeah, as soon as you throw out something like mm-hmm. cat pee, and I like even that night, I I enjoyed it, but I could kind of catch that that undertone that y'all were talking about. I think but. it has a lot to do with drinking other stuff before too. I think mm. 
you switch stuff up. Cause we, I like to try different things. I don't drink. I don't grab a bottle like I'm gonna go home and drink. I'm gonna drink one bottle. And I no, I trade it up. I, you know, I drink this and I'll drink that. I go back and forth. I'm sure that has a big play on it too. Um, you're changing aspects. You're changing stuff. And I don't wash my glass out every single time. Um, and I'm sure you get a little bit of differences from that too. So you mean you don't get a brand new glass every know, time right? and I pour? Don't. I do. I break the glass right yeah. after you <laughs> throw it on the ground, Steve break it, be done with it. Throws it on the floor and gets another one. <laughs> oh, man. I'm all about sustainability over here. By breaking glasses? Yes. Oh, that's kind of the opposite the, of no, sustainability. What he does is he, you didn't hear the whole story. So he breaks the glass and then he scoops it all up. He puts it into a furnace. A kiln. A kiln. A kiln. Thank you. Kiln. And he makes a new one. A new and then one. when it cools do. down, he'll drink it and then he'll break it again. I fashion new Glen Carnes on a regular basis. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Wait, wait for that video coming. We're going to be <laughs> making Glen Carnes in Steve's upstairs area. Oh, that's fine. Well, we've definitely been kind of all over the place today. Um, it was fun, though. It was fun. And, you know, really, we hope you guys kind of are enjoying the direction that, that we take most of our podcasts. You know, we, we would appreciate any feedback. You know, one thing we haven't done, but if you guys wanted to uh, offer any suggestions or anything like that, should we put the email address out there? Yeah, doesn't doesn't matter to me. I mean, they can toss it out there. There's not a, like, I mean, with podcasts, there's not really a way to comment or anything like that. But if you guys have, well, they can you know, review, they can review it and they can write comments down there in their reviews. Yeah. But like, if anybody wanted to communicate or, or, or have suggestions or, or throw any real comments out there, um, it's what Patreon. Info. Well, you can do that on our Patreon. YouTube. Uh, Patreon is, uh, www.patreon.com forward slash Texas Whiskey Crew. Um, our website, if you want to reach out to us, or our uh, email address, excuse me, is uh, info at texaswhiskeycrew.com. And um, you can always check us out on social media. Facebook, Instagram. You know, we should put, and if we, if you're interested, if you guys want that, we can put our personal um, social media feeds out there as well. Uh, Steve's pointing at me, but, you know, we've got the Texas Whiskey Crew stuff, but... Um, you know, sometimes if you want to comment or, or reach out to anybody, we might do that. We'll see what you guys, we'll see what everybody says. Steve's shaking his head. No, he's not putting that out there. Um, I'll send y'all Steve's info and his address if you want. No. <laughs> what else guys? Nothing. I think we're done. I think we're done. Um, but Hey, we hope you enjoyed it and, uh, we'll see you guys in a couple of weeks or at least a week. We'll be out next week. Yeah. We're heading up on uh, up in Colorado, Nick's gonna I'll do man a, the fort. I'll do a video and a podcast next week by himself. I'll record it and I'll send it to Kevin, and we'll see what happens. I think he may speak in the third person the entire time too. <laughs> I have two blow up dolls that look both like Steve and um, they'll be joining me on the adventure. <laughs> Nick is drinking bourbon. <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, I, I, I'll film some stuff and see if they like it. If y'all like it, we'll use it. If not, it's no big deal. Sure. Yeah. See if I get some. We'll throw it out there. Yep. We could. Going. We could knock out. We, we, we a may remote we, podcast. We, we may remote Nick in. Uh, just depends on kind of where we're at. But uh, getting up at three in the morning to go hike around in two degree weather is challenging enough. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be cold. So, yeah. um, but we'll see you guys after that for sure. If not during the week while we're out, but um, until then, I guess. Cheers. Yeah. Cheers, yeah. guys. Cheers.